0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Financial Flex with Lex. As many of you know, getting out of debt is one of my biggest financial goals. So, anytime I hear about people who are my age or close to it becoming debt free, I immediately want to know exactly how they did it because clearly it's possible. On today's episode, we have Maggie Kroll. At just 27, she became completely debt free this February. Now I do want to mention that Maggie did this on a single income with no monetary help from anyone. However, she was able to save some cash by living at home. I say this not to diminish her accomplishment, but to just clarify any assumptions that may arise. Maggie and I are both part of the debt-free community on Instagram, which is how we connected. If you follow the hashtag Debt Free community, you'll see thousands of people just like myself and Maggie openly discussing their personal finances, which is pretty awesome. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, please remember to leave a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at financialflexpodcast. Well, enough of me talking. Let's get into today's episode.
1: I am Maggie Kroll. I'm a 27 year old um, millennial and I am debt free. I became debt free in February of 2019. Um, I actually paid off
0: $73,000 in debt in about three and a half years. So I'm really excited about that. I cannot get over the fact that you paid off over $70,000 in under four years. That's, that's like insanity. I'm obviously going to ask questions about that a little bit later on. I kind of want to take it back all the way to the beginning. Growing up, how is money discussed in your household? And how has it affected the way you handle your money today? I feel like it wasn't really talked about. My parents are both teachers.
1: um, So actually, you know, I feel like I'm kind of like where they are together sometimes. So looking back on my childhood, I feel like there were years looking back that were better than others. But I mean, I never knew it as a kid. Um, I could just tell that we didn't have the money saved um, for college. I knew I wouldn't get a car when I turned 16. I knew that like designer or like brand name stuff wasn't in the budget. So mm-hmm. I never asked for it. Um, and it kind of was, like, I feel like it was a really big blessing actually when um, my grandpa passed, who was really good with money and would often like help out my family. He, I got his uh, 2000 Bu- Buick Century. As my first car, oh my and then um, a couple hundred bucks to help with co- help with like books in college. So um, that's the only way some of that stuff happened.
0: Wow! When it came to college, you're a senior in high school. You're applying to all these schools. Did you know, like, okay, I probably should pick the more affordable option as opposed to going to my dream school? How did you navigate uh, choosing colleges?
1: So I applied to one school and I went to that school. I would say that for colleges, I really didn't look at cost. And I was more focused on like the major that I wanted and the program that I wanted and the school that I thought would be the best for that. I went to a private university and I did end up getting some scholarships, which helped out, but it still ended up with Um, a lot of loans and I think I'm actually so I'm applying for master's programs or I'm thinking about it I'm doing my research right now Mm. and the lady was saying like financial aid and so I think when at least especially young people hear that you think oh scholarships grants no those are loans yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: they definitely are now that you're uh, you know thinking about going to get your master's do you think that You'll do things a little bit differently in terms of taking out loans or applying for scholarships and grants? I definitely
1: will. So one thing that I am trying to take advantage of is my employer benefits. So um, my employer actually gives like $2,500 a year toward education. So really, that's the main reason I want to look at it because I want to get free stuff. So I'm trying to do it in the most budget friendly way to be able to use that. But then also thinking about how long do I really want it to take?
0: Would you consider yourself to be more of a spender or a saver in everyday life?
1: So I am definitely both. And I think that's one part of being single on this journey that's hard for people is that I would make an ideal budget for like my nerdy saver side and like do, you know, as much as I could in that month with the money. And then my spender side would have to like revise it and be like, no, you're going to do this with your friends. You're going to, you want to buy this and kind of have to adjust it. Mm -hmm. So I think what some people don't realize, like your budget is fluid, it changes during the month and ebbs and flows. Whatever you put down on like September 1st, is it necessarily how it ends up at the end? Mm-hmm. And just because you want to spend money doesn't mean necessarily that like you broke the budget. You just have to figure out what to change.
0: I love that. So you would consider yourself to be somewhere in the in the middle. Mm-hmm. You, you have a good balance, which is awesome. What's your own personal relationship like with money today? Like are you someone who is totally open, open book about your about your money, or are you more of hide it in the closet, don't talk about it?
1: Oh, I talk about it with everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, like I feel like people get told, like, women,
1: you don't ask about like their age and their weight, and like, you don't talk about money. Like, I talk about all of those things. So, for me, it's not taboo, and it's something that, you know, depending on the person, it's, it opens up the conversation mm-hmm. and starts that gets them thinking too.
0: Do you think that money is something that we all should be openly discussing or it just kind of depends on the person?
1: I think it kind of depends on the situation, you know, if it's, and two, it depends on the person. So it's not necessarily needing to like boast about it and tell everyone, oh my gosh, this is my salary. And, you know, this is how much debt I have and how much I paid off, you know, it's kind of how you go about it. Mm -hmm. And you know, what your intention is with it. So if you're there to be boastful, well, maybe that's not a good idea. But if you're there to help someone else out, or you maybe give them advice, if they're willing to take it, then that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, let's take it back to four years ago, or, or three and a half years ago, rather. What made you want to take on like the debt free journey? Like what what was kind of that that straw that broke the camel's back where you were like okay something's got to give and something's got to change
1: yeah so I feel like I I didn't really have like the that it wasn't a moment necessarily so I graduated from college I was working a few different part-time jobs living at home and I started dating this guy who was older than me and he had like a 401k he had all of his benefits planned out he didn't really have me hardly any debt and so I was just like enamored with that and it, you know that was so much stability and so he actually encouraged me to um, pay extra on my loans and so you know that kind of helped and then another thing that helped is that so I had both um, federal loans and private parent plus loans mm-hmm. so the parent plus loans were under you know my dad's name and it was just like I said, money really wasn't talked about. It was kind of just understood that I would pay those back because I knew that my parents couldn't. Um, so, you know, seeing the interest rates on those, knowing that it was, you know, attached to my family, that's what really got me fired up and interested. And so then actually that guy and I broke up, oh, I think maybe like a year or so into it maybe even less than that. And I was worried that I was just doing it for him. But mm-hmm. then I enjoyed it so much that I just kept on going.
0: Wow. What was the plan that you devised for yourself? So I
1: am very fortunate. So actually, I still live at home now. So I've been able to keep my costs down a lot. That's awesome. So that really helped me. And with that, I mean, it's kind of the You know, the order of the bill. So, of course, you have to pay your bills first. But then after that, this is what's left over. And as much as possible would go to debt. So, some months it would be more than others. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was looking at, you know, kind of stuff going back that far, at first I didn't make much progress at all. So, you know, it really, time changes a lot of things too during that path.
0: Yeah. So, what kept you motivated? Because three and a half years, like, it... It sounds like a really short time when you're talking about like student loans and other kinds of debt because people, you know, take like 20 years, 25 years. So three years sounds really short when you're comparing it to those other larger numbers. But three years when you're doing it day to day probably feels like 300 years. So how did you stay motivated?
1: (laughs) So I am... Big into having like yearly goals, not necessarily like a resolution, but you know, I had yearly goals of I want to pay off this amount this year and just always trying to, you know, increase it and do more. So that was what motivated me and kind of helped me keep it going. Um, Because unlike a resolution, a goal, you know, you can get that done at any time during the year versus a resolution, you're going to fall off the track right away. Yeah. Um, and then for me, it was definitely my tracker. I had a list of all of my debts, where they were at, how much I had paid off. And even in those first few months and in, in like the first year and a half, I would put down even when I did, you know, those payments where all, almost all of it goes to interest and like $2 goes to principal. I would p- update that every single time because I still paid off those $2. So yeah. Um, Making sure you give credit, you know, wherever you get it.
0: Mm -hmm. Celebrating the small wins. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. That's, like, super important when you're going through your debt-free journey because otherwise it's so easy to get get discouraged because it feels like it's taking forever. Your three and a half years is up. You've finally completed your goal of being debt-free. What did that moment feel like? Like, what did it feel like making that very last payment?
1: Um, So that was my car. So I called in and the lady was so sweet. Um, but it really didn't hit me right away. I feel like it didn't hit me for a long time, kind of. So I um, became debt-free and then I saved up for a emergency fund, a bigger one. And then after that, it was kind of my goal to save up for a trip. So I wanted to take all of my family on a a road trip, nothing like extravagant, but we went on a road trip and I wanted to fund most of it and kind of say thank you. Cause like I said, I lived at home. They supported me. They helped me, um, You know, with laundry, just, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be able to do something for them and to being able to decide that, hey, that's what I wanted to use my money for. And now I want to save for a new roof for the house. And, um, you know, I want to travel in the next year. You know, I get to decide what I want to do with my money. And that's the biggest thing that I have seen as the biggest difference. No one's telling me this is what you owe to your loans. No, I get to decide what I want to do.
0: I love that. So would you say that's the best thing about uh, being debt free?
1: It definitely is. Um, Because it gives like it's the freedom. It gives you the opportunity to decide what's important to you. So and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would be like, you know, I want my own place. I want my own home. I don't want to live with my family. And that's because that's important to them. Um, for me I'd rather stay close and be able to help them um, you know help my grandma and those that I really care about and so this is a a good way for me to do it and I think too it offers the um, relief that you don't have to rely on anyone else so you're not um, relying on a credit card or you're not relying on a boyfriend or someone like that you can do um, whatever you want because you are able to figure out your budget and do that
0: mm-hmm. no definitely if you could go back in time and give your 16 year old self advice on how to handle money or just letting her know that like hey look you're gonna pay $70,000 in three uh, in three years what kind of advice would you would you give your younger self well the first thing would
1: be that as soon because I worked over the summer when I was in um, high school, especially the later years, as soon as you get your money from, um, working all summer, don't crash the car (laughs) and then have to put it all right toward that. But I mean, kind of seriously, I would, I don't know if I would say to go to a cheaper school. My mom was one that always said, go to a tech school, become a, a dental hygienist, things like that. And I think that, you know, it's not lame. It's a really good way to get a quick career out of school and a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so, paying you know sixty thousand dollars for the college experience, I don't know if that would work it, but I'm happy you know it led me here, but going back, I don't know if I'd do it and two, for me, like I said, I chose my school based on the program, and then after I you know learned that that wasn't the program for me, I still stayed there um, oh. so two years in, I could have you know gone to a cheaper school then mm-hmm. so Those are all things that I would think about. I don't know if I'd do them differently, but it's things that looking back definitely made me who I am and where I am.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Where can people go to find you?
1: Yeah, so it is um, at Millennial Money Prob. Be a part of the debt-free community. Because there are so many different accounts out there, there's single people like me, there's those with families, there's homeowners, renters, all in between. So, um, I would recommend getting involved with the debt-free community if you haven't already.